that when I went to Rabbi Scheinberg, Zeich So we went with a bunch of guys from Yeshiva, and he asked us how the Yankees were doing. That was one of his questions: how how the Yankees. And I was never I wasn't a Yankee fan, so I didn't have the I didn't have the tarots at that time. But when he asked it, it, it made me feel good. It gave me a very, uh, a very warm feeling. And I think that's probably why he asked us. I don't think he really cared so much about the Yankees at that point in his life. I think he was, either, either he was 98, 99, 101. I don't remember. It was, it was Saif Yomov, and he lived well into his hundreds. I think, I don't remember exactly. If anyone remembers, he, a little bit over, he lived 103, 104. I don't remember exactly, but it was... Close to the end of his life, but he still had a while to go. And then I heard not long after, a couple of years later, someone told me that he made a Kiddush. And, and I, I made a Cheshbon then. I remember thinking, if Rabbi Scheinberg was a Yankee fan, because he said he was a Yankee fan, and that was a famous thing. He used to say, I still smile when I hear the Yankees win. That was a famous quote. And I made a Cheshbon that he was a Yankee fan when Babe Ruth was playing. It had to be that... That had been had a kufa that he was a bacher when he, he was a kid, he was a teenager when Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth was playing. So that was his, you know, you're putting it putting in perspective of uh, where he was at that, where he was holding. So then I heard the story not long after, a couple of years after that, he made, he made a kiddush that he heard that the Yankees won and he didn't care. He didn't care anymore. He didn't smile anymore. It didn't make a difference then. And he made a kiddush on that uh, on that basura to him. So I wanted to just think about that because I think it's a very healthy healthy attitude for all of us. How do we how do we take our lives? And that's really the first Rashi in this week's parsha that Rashi talks about. It splits up Shnei Chayisara that every every part of her life she lived to the fullest. And we find that Kulan Shavon Lataiva, but yet Sarah Imeinu was not quoted from the people that never did a chait. So how could it be Kulan Shavon Lataiva if the Gemara does not count Sarah Imeinu as one of the people that didn't do a chait? This was actually one of the earliest questions my son Yehuda asked me when we were learning the little Medrash says. I don't remember how old he was, he was very little. And we did this chazal, and then he asked the stira that. Later, the little letter said, counted the four people that never did an Avera. And he said, what do you mean? We learned in Rashi and Chai Sara. Little letter says that Sara was cool and shalom in the time. So it was a good, a good takasha. From a, from a, this was before, very, very young, I remember he asked me this question. And I think the pshat is, this, what I wanted to bring out from Rabbi Scheinberg, and it brought out to me, very similar, I had a, a similar basura taiva. I was schmoozing with somebody, and he was telling me that he's going to the Nick game this week. He said that there's a guy, I, think, I don't know if it's Knicks or Nets, I don't even know. He said there's a guy now who's seven foot four, who plays in the NBA, who's mamish like a, he's, he's like a guard. He's seven, even though he's seven foot four, he's, he's like a freak. I don't even know what, what, the, that, what his name is. I, I don't remember. Didn't really make that much of a difference to me. And I remember thinking, I was, it's like that it didn't make a difference to me. I was so happy. I was happy that it didn't make a difference to me. I'm talking, I don't have to be maz, I don't have to be mafed all my chatoim, but I, I'm going to tell you something that 
When I was 13 years old, I was in a yeshiva, an out-of-town yeshiva, and I couldn't miss a giant game. To me, just be mazer, what a giant game was, it was, it, was, it was so part of my upbringing that it was a football giant game on a Sunday. It's not shaykh. But you could mamash, there was a chait moves. If you got caught going to the mall, so I would literally, I was, went to Macy's, and I would lie in, on the floor in between the television sets in Macy's in that, in that, in that out-of-town city. The yeshiva's not there anymore. They moved. It was in New Rochelle then. And it was a place I was just, because I was too, too afraid that the rumor was, I highly doubt it, but you know, you got to be machmer, that the mashkiach used to come to look in the mall to check if anybody's going to watch the game. So I, Mamish was by myself lying down in between the television sets so I could watch the game. It's like, I'm, so I'm telling you, I'm someone who could, you could appre- I could appreciate what it means to, and I was Taka, very, also a big Nick fan. But the fact that when the guy said he's going to the game and he's bringing his kids and they're making Gansa Yomtev out of it, and I had zero interest, I was so happy. And again, it's not because... I don't think I didn't do anything specific. It's not like I went, okay, Rabbanu Shalom, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on myself that I shouldn't care about the Knicks. And again, I don't I don't think that's I'm trying to get to you like I don't have the words 100 percent, so you'll bear with me. I'm 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 working it out as we speak. That I worked on myself that I shouldn't care about the Knicks. Not only that, if, my, if someone would show me a clip of the Knicks that, and the Knicks won, I'd, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but if the Knicks should ever win a championship, I probably would smile still. I don't, I don't think I'm any better than Rabbi Scheinberg. Maybe when I'm 103, I wouldn't smile. But till today, if you told me the Knicks won a championship, yeah, I'd, I'd give a smile. To go to, to go to Madison Square Garden to watch a game, I have zero interest. And that's the guy told me, you know, I have a, I have a son. So the marshal I once I once heard from Rabbi Weinberg from Asia Terrace. It's, come, someone comes into my office. I have a kid. He, he has a problem. So what's the problem? The kid he plays Lego. So I say you know, Lego is not so bad. Lego is nishkeferlech. The guy, the kid plays Lego all day. Okay, so you know a lot of kids like Lego. He said, but you don't understand. I said, what's wrong? It's only Lego. He's forty-two years old, and he plays Lego all day. He doesn't leave the basement. So I said, okay, I understand. A guy's 42 years old. He doesn't get married, doesn't do anything. He plays Lego all day, so we all understand. As our guy, he's a little meshuggah. Something's wrong with the guy. What's wrong? Is anything wrong with Lego? If it's a 10-year-old and the guy's playing, with, the kid plays, plays, a little, plays all the time with Lego, I even know some 15-year-olds play with Lego. Okay, but, but a guy's 42 years old. He doesn't get married. He never leaves his house, and all he does is play Lego. The guy's got some problems. Why? Because there's more in life than Lego. You get married, you have kids. You do something more productive with your life. Not that Lego's so bad. You don't have to work on yourself. A guy shouldn't have to work on himself. You know, I'm going to be Iker Lego from my life. Now, that's that's going to be my thing. I'm going to be Iker Lego from my life. You know, that's not the attitude. The attitude is... Start to develop taste for something more important. There's something more out there than Lego. There's something more chashev. And the Lego goes into the background. And then someday 
you have, you have a grandson. He says, Zaydi, you, you want to come play with Lego on the floor? Yeah, and you get on the floor and you play Lego with the grandson. You remember, you know, when I was 10 years old, I enjoyed Lego. It was kishmak. And you could even enjoy it with your grandson for, for a half an hour. It's not a problem. It's actually nice. You connect him. You build something together. Beautiful. Something wrong with it. So much so, at the end of the parsha, we find that Yishmael also, it divides his years also into those same types of things. Shana, shana, shana. And the Klayokar says an unbelievable thing. That even Yishmael, we could use a similar Lashem. Because you can use whatever, what, what does that mean? He did Shuvah at the end of his life. That means whatever a person does yesterday. And a person, you're, you're on a madrega, right? And you do something wrong. How do you look at yesterday? There's healthy guilt and unhealthy guilt. It's very important, guys. This yesoid is mamish crucial for life. There's two types of guilt, guilty feelings that a person can have. One is very healthy, and one is mamish destructive. It's so clear, you have to get this. The, dis- the guilt feeling that's, that is healthy, I messed up. How can I learn from yesterday to be better today? I can actually use yesterday to be a better person today. That's healthy. The bad guilt is, I'm such a piece of garbage, I can't believe I did that. I might as well do it again. Because I'm such a loser, I'm so sick, I'm such a bad person, I'm a nobody. I may as well do it again. And again, and again, and again. That's, that's, that's mamish destructive. The tzaddik is the person, is that he could take his past and grow from his past and change his past. If you could take what it was that you did, if it's a chait, it's a chait. And if it's a, even a part of a thing. I have no doubt that Rav Scheinberg, Zatzal, when we came in and he asked us about the Yankees, he, wasn't, he didn't really care about the Yankees. He had other things on his mind. But he knew that that was a way that he could connect with us. He knew that's a way he could connect with us. He was using his past as a way to connect with the American Bacher. He was very different than, 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 than Reb Chaim. That's all. You know, the old joke with Reb Chaim, they asked him about basketball on Shabbos. So he said, what's basketball? He said, you know, you take a ball, you put it in a basket. He said, why don't you just do it before Shabbos? Right? He had no shaykhs to basketball. Reb Chaim couldn't understand basketball. Take the ba- you take a ball, you put it in a basket. So do it before Shabbos. What's the problem? I don't know if you have to, Is it a Tzayr Shabbos? Not a Tzayr Shabbos. Do it before Shabbos. You don't have any... You have no shaykhs. So Reb Chaim Kenevsky had no shaykhs to basketball. But Reb Chaim Pichasharmik Zatzal had a shaykhs to baseball. He grew up. He was a Babe Ruth fan. And he used that to connect to us, a regular American guy who could he could he could he could appreciate it. Kul and Shabbat Lataiva. That's our that's our achrayis. Whether you're a sorry menu, and that's the, I think that's the terrence. Sorry wasn't perfect. I mean, the Rabban says chata imenu. But every single stage in her life. She looked back and she said, how can I use my past to grow in the future? How can I, whatever it is that I did, if it was something that I, sh- I should have done or I shouldn't have done, 
Or even something if it's a narashazach, something that I grew out of. How can I grow? How can I push myself? I was just learning with someone on Shabbos. He told me, I don't remember, he said he's a mamash in Eretz Yisrael. He's in his late 70s. And now on his birthday, he was makabal. He was makabal in Uchavrusa. I'll have to find his name. He's a machabar svarim. He hired a younger man, a spitz younger man. He hired a very chosh of a younger man. He hired him. He's paying him. He's a rashiv himself. He's paying him to learn with him from 4 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the morning. That was his kabbal in his late 70s. He said, Rabbi, I said, yeah, I want, a, I want a young guy, a fresh guy. He's going to get up in the morning. He could use, he could use the money. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to get the money for him. So he comes at 4 o'clock at 6 o'clock in the morning to push me. That's a person, cool and shav and l'tayv. It's never finished. You, you know, there's a point in life where you could always grow. You could always, you could always shtay. You could, at 102, he said, you know, I heard the Yankees won. It didn't make a difference to me. I see, I, I grew up. And again, it wasn't that he, that he was oiker the Yankees from him. He, just like you guys, most of you, were never oiker Lego from yourselves. You grew up, Baruch Hashem. You don't have to look down at a guy who plays, you don't look down at a kid who plays with Lego. I don't look at that guy who told me he's going to the Nick game this way. I don't look down at him one drop. He's a lot, in a lot of ways, he's a million times more chasher than me. Rather, this thing, I don't care anymore. So Baruch Hashem. So I can look at myself, thank God I grew out of it. And every one of us in our lives, we have to figure out how can we take the past, whether it's something that we did a minute ago, that's a hate that we shouldn't have done, how could we use whatever happens in our life, how can we use it to grow into the future? Have a great week.